Welcome to Hard Count, the uh, another segment of the Heat of Waves Podcast Network. Tonight it's uh, me, Mr. Brestone, and uh, my boy T-Ball to my right. Hey man, good to be here. Uh, do you to the left filling in? Just just hanging in there. What's up, man? I'm just hanging. <laughs> and uh, Jay Mack on this one. What's up, man? Not much. About to rage on this video. Rage. I didn't know what to say. No, well, that's fine. Tonight we're going to do a lot of talking about what's going on in the NFL. Of course, it's just an NFL-only show. Got some Le'Veon Bell. Got some Des Bryant. Um, talk about maybe why Patrick Mahomes, if he wasn't there, if this was somebody else, or if he was somewhere else, will this team be as good? Like Alex Smith. What do you want to talk about there uh, first, uh, T-Ball? I know you had something that you were itching to get out of there. Yeah, a little uh, trouble uh, in the uh, southern half of the uh, continental United States. The Miami Dolphins and Adam Gase have been fined. Now, the Miami Dolphins have been fined 30000 and uh, the, the coach, Adam Gase, has been fined 15000 um, apparently, they listed Tannehill on the injury uh, list um, as a participant. Um, he actually should have been listed as limited um, due to an injury he he gotten back in week six. Um, so they got fined for that, um, which means Tannehill will still be out. Um, he will be in the Colts game. Um, he will be back then. So... Um, I don't think he'll be much of a feed in that game. Anyway. I'm not sure what the rule on this on that. If it was just a simple mistake or what was going on, um, I'm sure it was just a mistake. And yeah, that's quite a bit of money just for some kind of accident. I'm sure there's more to it, but I, something to look for. You know, if you find something, let us know. I think uh, with Miami playing Green Bay next. Um, you know, Green Bay should have a definite shot at taking down Miami. Yeah, it's Oswald at quarterback. Yeah, and who's been playing there? Shitty ass Osweiler. Right. He's been doing okay though. Uh, yeah, he's keeping him in there. Is okay better than Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> like Aaron Rodgers? Are they okay too? No, they're four and uh, four now after getting beat by the Patriots a couple weeks ago and whoever just beat him this week or last week, my fault. Yeah, they went back to mediocre after starting three and zero. Yeah, lost three, one one, and lost one. It's not too fair. That means they're due. Maybe. There he goes. I mean, look I at Houston. They, I picked the Packers, so. They're at home. Yeah. But yeah, fumbles costing them everything. Fumbleitis. First guy that, gets. That game at the Rams, though. That was, that was a home game for them. Yeah. I, mean, I know they had to travel, but I mean, that was a let me, let me ask you an honest question, serious question. If they don't fumble, do the Packers go down there and kick the field goal and win? First team to beat them, not the Saints. Just from your opinion, because I, I know you're not yeah, a biased Packers fan. I want to hear J-Max as well. I, Since he's a Rams guy, I want to definitely hear that. If I remember right, that was a kind of a good scoring game. Very good game. It was 27-29, two minutes and five seconds left to go. They kick off the ball. Ty Montgomery's like four yards in the end zone. He, for some reason, takes it out. Gets to the 10 or 12, and pow! Gets hit, fumbles the ball. Rams yeah, get it. I ball think, game. I think the... I think Aaron Rodgers does. Aaron Rodgers. They had one timeout as well. My fault. Yeah, but uh, I think Aaron Rodgers gets him down there. Hopefully, uh, I mean, with the way uh, Mason Crosby's been kicking, though, um, that's been kind of wishy-washy. Yeah, up and down, up and down. But I, I think at, at the very, very least, Aaron Rodgers does Aaron Rodgers things, gets him down there to potentially win. I think he's, he's one of the top 
probably two or three two minute offense running. He is. It's just the problem. So, Mike McCarthy. One timeout is the issue with me. Well, and and two because of the two minute warning. Yeah. See, I, I, I was thinking if he brought it out and didn't fumble, okay. he still got tackled at like the eleven. Well, that'd been tough. Nah, he's going on. That would be tough. Very tough. Is what I'm, is Bill what position. I'm the 25, that makes it a little bit more doable. Aaron Rodgers is the best at doing it. Um, but he's also going against one of the best defenses we've seen in a while as well, supposedly, on paper. Yeah. Um, so. <sighs> I like him with the eye test as could, well. Could he do it? He could, yeah. Could have. He, he's Aaron Rodgers. But he's also. What percent of Aaron Rodgers is he right now? Prime peak Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, he's probably got a pretty damn good chance. With him being as banged up as he is right now and playing against one of the hungriest defenses, they've got to live up to their hype. They've Yeah, they, he dropped 27 on them with an okay offense, Devontae Adams. Right. So, and I mean, rookies. Right, yeah. It's it, but see that that goes against him too. Because who's he got to who's he got to throw against or throw to in this big game against the best defense? Right. So as as good as that is, that also is eh, it's scary, you know. So in right. a nutshell, could he do it? Yes. What do you been able to, all he's gotta do is get what, 45, 50 yards, get close enough for a field goal. Get them Can to the forty that? yard line. Can he do that in two plays? Three, four? Probably I bet he can do three, three or four. four. That's enough time for three, four, well, five I, plays. I guess, I'm sorry. Can he do that with two timeouts is what I meant to say, not in two plays. Yeah. Uh, probably so. But it's also – you also have Mason Crosby, and it's not all on Aaron Rodgers. So unless you're going for that big Hail Mary pass that he's so good at, it's not really on him. It's just on him to get him to a certain position on the field. So, yeah, big reason there to pick the Packers over the Miami Dolphins. Just trouble in the upstairs office um, along with the Tannehill injury. Uh, Like I said, he will be back for the Colts game. Uh, So pay attention to that. Des Bryant in the news. I'm sure everybody's heard about this. Who? Uh, Des Bryant. Never heard of him. Uh, You know, that old. in all four of my leagues. You know that old cowboy there? (laughs) You're welcome. Yeah. uh, So the Saints acquired Des. Yeah, for real. Thanks, Um, They added him to the playmakers list of Thomas um, at running back Kamara and Ingram and Benjamin Watts. He's about to be scary as fuck. Uh, Let me get to that. Let me ask questions on that one because I did have a question. Let me say first, first. not only in the Saints, um, balling out, but they add him and it just puts – Wow. Well, my question is, why do they add him after eight, nine games? Like, he hasn't played in uh, – it's 311 days since he's last played football, Des Bryant. But uh, he's going on to a very scary offense. Like, I I get that move, and maybe he's super in shape. They said he had a ball-and-ass tryout for this. He stayed in shape. They, he's they he's say had good he tryouts for pretty much everybody. So the thing – the reason he hasn't signed for anybody is because nobody's got the fucking money to pay him. Yeah, so, you think it was all about money? Um, and well, I, don't, I don't think it was. Because he that, said it was. That's what it was in Cleveland. He said it wasn't. He said he was trying to win championships and prove himself. Mm-hmm. T-Ball, why do you think they, they picked him up after all that? Uh, I'm thinking, you know, they, they're looking at the playoffs. They're, we're contenders now. Um, the Saints are trying to put themselves into a position to, you know, not only lock that playoff position, but, you know, help hopefully make their way through that tough you know, well, division and AFC and get to the Super Bowl. I mean, you're looking at having to either probably play the Patriots or the Chiefs. 
most likely. I mean, We're Steelers. It, it, it's a toss-up in the AFC right now. So it's going to be tough. For me, it comes down to depth. Look they don't have running. nobody. They're looking at the running backs. They've got Alvin Kamara and they've got Mark Ingram. No worries. Yeah, ground game is good. They're pass catching well. Kamara's a pass catcher. Their defense is whatever, but their offense is great. So we're looking at offensive depth. Right now, their number two receiver is uh, uh, Traquan Smith. He's a rookie. (laughs) Who? Yeah, Traquan Smith. He's a he's a rookie. Since he's had Ted, an injury, bro. Since, well, uh, Ted Ginn got hurt, and he's been filling. He's yeah. filled in since Ted Ginn got hurt. In the four games that uh, Ted Ginn uh, uh, has been gone, he's had eleven catches for one hundred and ninety six yards and three touchdowns. So, not many targets, but the production's there. Yeah, especially so the touchdowns. He, look who he's got thrown to. Him. So the reason he went there and the reason they were looking at him is for depth. He's going to be the number two receiver. He may take some off of other guys too, though, especially Michael Thomas getting double teamed. Exactly. He's going to be able to talk to uh, Breeze. I think Breeze is going to love that connection. If, once he, I, I don't think right away he's going to get going very good, but I do think, yeah, once he does and gets on that chemistry, like you're saying, woo. If they can get the if, ball into his hands early, like his first or second catch, give him some confidence. Yep. Well, he'll be good. The, the, he can read defenses. He's been in the league long yeah. enough. He can read defenses. It's not like he's some rookie that they just got or something like that. It's Des fucking Bryant. Right. He's the best receiver that the fucking Dallas had. Pay attention, for people. How this long. man is still a threat. Like, he definitely still a threat. Like, uh, uh, there's look at Josh Gordon. He didn't play for how long, and he comes back and has that skill set still. And ball is Packers, unfortunately, yeah. to say being Packers team, but. Look, I, I'm not going to get super sold on the first game. I'm going to wait till after that one to kind of really see what he's if, if he's shaking off the rust and if he looks good, if he's fast and quick and got better feet than he did before. Because that was always his problem with critics and everything. He has been there always criticizing his footwork and running routes. His first game, I expect 65 to 80 yards and one touchdown. I mean, um, Amari Cooper switched up, went over to Dallas, and he only had 58. Five for 58 and a touchdown. He's got Dak Prescott thrown to him. But he's not a bad quarterback, but he's, you're he's not, not Drew Brees. Drew Brees. With his 76.3% right. passing he's, percentage. He's got <laughs> literally the most accurate quarterback in the league throwing to him. So with Now his first pick. And he's 6'2", 220 pounds. He's not a small dude. He's a big, aggressive receiver on the sidelines. He's big. He's boisterous. He puts it out there. If you're going to be a playoff contender, that's what I want on the fucking sideline. I guy. want somebody getting high, passionate. getting fucking crunk. Yeah, yeah passionate. Like, think about how good he's going to make Traquan and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, showing those he's, guys, being a veteran in the locker room, oh, on the field. Michael Thomas hadn't been in the league all that long either. I don't expect a 100-yard game of him out of first. If he did, that'd be, I mean, I, 60, they have a good offense. 60 line. to 80 yards, somewhere in there. I think he'll get a touchdown. He's a big target in the red zone. How can you not throw him a little fucking – Slant like, yeah, come on! Like I, I just, I think it's going to be a great move. Do you start him in fantasy this week? Yeah, if they're playing he, the Bengals at Bengals, if he rolls, then Tom, that means Thomas is going to be double covered, and Des can take on. I don't care what cornerback you put on him, Des is going to take a one-on-one matchup over any corner. Every day, all day. Well, I mean, you last know, year it was down, and his stats were down because he couldn't make separation with the people. There's not a whole lot of shut down corners anymore, in my opinion. Because you can't, because of the rules. 
Right. Initially, you know, flag football. A lot of opportunity <laughs> for it, so it's, it's kind of unfortunate. But like, at the same time, though, you got to worry about two number one running backs. So what do you do? Do you drop back and drop eight that's back? That's scary and about three, it. Three, you know, only rush three in the, you know, in the box uh, to where they're just going to run since you got five offensive linemen. So the Vikings uh, pick up Amir Abdullah. Yeah, I've seen it off waivers. Yeah, former Lions running back. Well, not uh, a bad guy. Yeah, Sam Darnold. Uh, he will be out Sunday for ah, a foot injury. I wish I didn't do that before. Yeah. Oh, well. It's a sleeper he game. He is out. Um, Sammy Watkins, he's questionable as well. So make sure you're checking your fantasies, guys. Let me. Larry Fournette's back, motherfuckers. That's right. Let me ask you something, D-Weezy. You knew I was going to you because you looked up as I was saying. It's nothing about Saquon Barkley. It's actually, in fact, you were talking to us earlier. We were all talking earlier before we got on the show. We've got a thread that we always talk on. So if we yeah. ever bring up any random topics, we this talk is it. pretty much all day, every day about sports and stuff, of shit. course. We have a thread on Facebook where we just talk shit all day long. So if you want to join the thread, it will cost six ninety nine a month. Yeah, if, if yeah, you, you can join the thread if you want to donate. But anyways, my question is, is that, so you really believe... Patrick Mahomes is just an average guy. Like he's as good as Alex Smith. Like Alex Smith could come in right now and and he could do the same as Patrick Mahomes because you're kind of saying that he came into this gold mine basically of all these good offenses and stuff. I just I just don't agree with you because one stats don't lie and two Alex Smith could never be this good with this offense and he had the very same one plus Albert Wilson that went to Miami this year. I'm not saying the guy is not good. I'm just you're just I, saying he, we're overhyping him because he's got all this talent around, him. and it's not just the talent to me, man. Like, I, I want to know why. To so you. people just become talented over fucking night over one season. Like who are these people last year before Mahomes got there? Who who was Travis Kelsey? Like he people knew good. who he was, but they weren't like, oh, Travis Kelsey is one of the best tight ends in the league. Yeah, he was were still, Yeah, he was still two years ago. Three. They were saying that. But last year, no. These last two years, he's been ball. I'm just asking, like, why do you not see that? How can you not see that? Patrick Mahomes? Regardless of, yeah, you got Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, Kareem Hunt. That's three good at once. That's just like Drew Brees in them. That's like the same as that. If you take out Drew Brees, they're not a good team. They're still a good team. If you switch Drew Brees and Patrick Mahomes, is those good teams still? Well, probably, I'd say, yeah. Because the they're all good. Because they're all good, not just – those offensive weapons and non-quarterback, that's all I'm saying. Like, Patrick Mahomes is a very good quarterback. You can put him somewhere else. But, yeah, if you put him at the Bills, the Raiders, the Browns, any of those one or two win teams, I don't think he's going to be that good. No. He's got he's got good movement, lateral. I mean. Throwing on the run is very good. He's not good. the most accurate quarterback in the world, but he's a rookie. He goes for, in there. For what? And then fuck you if you say, oh, I played one game last year. Fuck you, he's a rookie. I played against um, a good defense. Denver. And he put up 300 yards against him. So um, what I'm saying is the, the kid's got skill. I don't care who his receivers and backs and stuff like that are. The kid's got skill. He showed it blatantly, obviously, throughout the throughout the season. It, He's a dual threat, he, too. He can he, run and throw. His left-handed little shovel pass. <laughs> that was great. And, and it's not even Improvised. The, the athleticism and the football IQ that he has. It's is, there. It, it, it's there, especially for a rookie. Um, I think he might not do as well at, with the fucking Bills. But no, whatever, there's nobody like, there. Right. 
And <laughs> neither nobody. would Drew Brees. Neither would neither would have Peyton Manning. Neither would Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. For me, that's a moot point. Um, it all comes down to, for me, last year, well, just what you said in the beginning, Seth. It was basically the same exact fucking team last year that Alex Smith had. Plus he, Albert Wilson, a wide receiver. That was it. And they had a better defense. And he couldn't produce. No, so I got the numbers to put back that way. And Patrick Mahomes has done nothing but break fucking records. Through the first nine games, he has more passing yards, more touchdowns. But, yes, he does have – It's uh, Alex Smith only had one interception through the first nine games. I'll give him that. It's not hard to do whenever you throw to the three fucking three yards in front of you every time. Uh, true, he doesn't pass. throw over 20 yards. Like, You're good. Thank you. I'm glad someone else besides me and T-Ball noticed that one. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Tom Brady doesn't have very many picks either. He also doesn't throw the fucking long ball. If he does, like, it's it, knuckler. Like, the, the <laughs> quarterbacks that are more accurate, with the exception of Drew Brees, are generally the quarterbacks that check down and throw to their backs. Um, yeah, it's a wonder he has a great percentage, you know. A he's, good old-fashioned He's proved himself. Like, yeah, he's a good quarterback. He's got the knowledge. He's got the arm strength. He's got the leg speed. He's got the knowledge. He's that's going to be the question. Can he do what he's doing this year or get as far as he can this year? Mark my words here. If once this season's over, and if even if they win the Super Bowl or not, can he come back the next year and do it again? Sophomore slump is always a tough question. thing. And then that's when we're going to be hearing from D. Weezy big time. Oh, look at Patrick Mahomes this year. <laughs> I mean, if it happens, it happens. Well, I'm just saying that he could end up like that. I, he could end up like Dak. Like, like Dak and now, this isn't Dak's second sophomore slump. This is a junior season slump. It's the first I've seen, like the third year. You don't usually see that. So, yeah, that's why I'm saying that's a great point, bringing that up. I mean, but I, if they keep those guys around, those guys, well, I don't think so. The so thing, that adds to your hold point, on, too. The, 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 in my opinion, the reason the Dax hit this slump, he lost – Des Bryant, and he lost Jason Witten. He lost two of the best receiving. That's a good point. Like, you but I don't see switching him to Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes to Dallas, and it be. I mean, I think I Patrick bet, Mahomes would be a fine. I bet you with that talent, I but I think you, the other way around. I don't think Dak would be as good. I think if Dak played for Kansas City, he would be much better than much better than he's playing this year. Yeah, for this team. I think we should go on to the Le'Veon Bell thing. I guess he's back in Pittsburgh working out in the L.A. Fitness Club. That's not in Los Angeles. That's the name in of Pittsburgh, it. In Pittsburgh, correct. Yes, and he spent his uh, offseason working out there previously Got before all this. He sure does. I think it's for, like, private, big name, big people. I would assume so. But uh, if he doesn't report by week 11, he, they can, he forfeits the season. Doesn't get to play anymore anywhere else. Doesn't matter what, what happens. I think it's November 13th is when he's got to sign his tag by. And it's got to be versus the Jags. Uh, just before the matchup starts, where he forfeits the season, and he uh, becomes a 2019 free agent if the Steelers don't franchise tag him for a third consecutive time. Um, I think they're doing just fine, Jay Man. So one thing I want to say there: they also have another option. It's not just a franchise tag that they can put on him. They can do a thing called a transition yes. tag. Yeah. Um, the transition tag is like 120. It's 120 percent of your last. A season that you played, which yeah, goes yeah, back yeah, to yeah, 2017 yeah. for him. That would make he made 12.1 million that year. That would make him put at 14.5 million 
And then next year's it would go to twenty million if they had a franchise tag. Correct. Over twenty million. Oh, by twenty. Like it'd be twenty. That's, that's a lot of money. Twenty five because it's the average like quarterback. But that's a like, lot of money. Like they're not going to do that. Not, so, with, not with James Conner. Um, Trey Ballin. No. The number one had, offensive line. That's why this kid's had, doing so had good. Connor, so had James Conner done well or not done well, then I could see that. Yeah, that's but they, the one, they have the number one offensive line. James Conner's got 1,085 yards, 10 touchdowns uh, in Bell's absence. Fun, fun fact about that. Uh, Connor and uh, Le'Veon are the only two Steelers uh, running backs in, in NFL history at that franchise to have a thousand yards from scrimmage through the first four, eight games. They're the only players to do it. But I think it's all because of the number one offensive line. Yep. Like, who is this kid? Where did he come from? Anybody know what college he's he went to? He's a cancer in? survivor. I, I, yeah, we talked about that earlier on, on, a, on a few. That I understand that, but I didn't. I didn't know about him in college. No I one did. else did. I did. You went to Pitt. We gave him a shot. What? We gave him a shot. They gave him a shot. They, got they took the, home, the hometown kid. I just never heard of the guy. I'm just saying a lot of He's got his damage catching, line. too. But which I mean, He is, but you also have to, if you're the defense, you have to look out for Antonio Brown and Jesse James going on. They're all rolling at Juju. Like you got to guard that. So how the hell do you Juju. Well, I'm just saying, how do you guard a whole offense all the way around? That's why they're on a four-game win streak. Yeah, but you know, I got to play devil's advocate every time. I know. I'm just saying, but I still think even if Le'Veon Bell came back right now, they switched him out, he would do just as well as Connor. Block of the week. <laughs> in college numbers? In 29 games on 668 attempts, he had 3,733 yards, averaging 5.6 per carry and 52 touchdowns. Uh, receiving, he had 30 receptions for 412 yards, averaging 13.7 per catch, uh, four touchdowns. And then from scrimmage, uh, it was 6,098 plays for 4,145 yards, averaging 5.9 yards and 56 touchdowns for his career. 56. And that was bad. from 2013 to 2016. That was four seasons. I'm just saying, I mean, there's a lot of success there for the kid. I'm all for him. I'm not against it. The Connor guy, I'm just saying, a lot of that goes to that offensive line. I mean, they have a ridiculous offensive line. Like, like I was trying to go to, or wanted to go to Saquon Barkley, put him there. My God, he would flourish. He would be a Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, so what would it be like if uh, Saquon played for, I don't know, let's say any other team? Let's put him in a different Well, they're at 20. He's playing for a team with 27th ranked offensive line, for right. Christ's sake. So if he's doing as well. And the only other good person is who? Odell. If he's doing as well as he is now, imagine how well he'd be doing if he was on a decent team. Like, right, the number one. Or, hell, the Titans have a number four I mean, offensive line. Burger has a check down guy. What, how, here's a better scenario. What if Saquon Barkley went to the Broncos, Steve Weezy? He just kept balling out and doing even better. Would you say he's a good player? Cool. Let's see what happens. Yeah. You wouldn't talk shit about him? Hell no. He's a Bronco. Yeah. I think the Sables have said. I don't have anything against the Giants. I don't have anything against. I do. They're against... garbage. And they won't get rid of freaking Eli. Oh, okay. I mean, that doesn't that doesn't bother me at all. I don't. I have nothing. I don't. I mean, that's a completely different conference. I have no. You're I right. have no hate <laughs> toward him. I'm just saying I'm not on the bandwagon yet. That he's fucking all world and. So whatever. you're saying if he played on another team, he would do just as well, or 
a team would be worse. That's that's the what if. What if he went to the Packers? With that, with the quarterback, you got to look out for. Now you got to look out for him and Devontae and whatever. Think he plays better there than he does the Giants? That's a what if. Well, all right, we can all we no can hypothetical all, at all. That's what. That's so what can you make, well, if you say what if, and you're make, if that's your point, it's like what if? Can you say this? Can you say what if about? Can we say what if about Patrick Mahomes? Right. That's why I've been saying. Even though he's oh. up for MVP race right now. That's what I'm saying. You don't think he should be MVP? But it's just like what if? I mean, sure, he's got the stats to back it up. But my definition of MVP is different than. Then tell us so your why definition. is he not? Why is he not MVP? So why doesn't the NFL tools? take your definition of MVP? I'm nobody. I'm a big fan. So nobody. going by the NFL's definition of MVP, then does he not fit the criteria? Because he is in the talks of it, the top three. That's everybody's opinion. Like whoever is in charge of that, <laughs> that's their opinion. opinion. I thought you said stats don't lie. They, they don't, but. I the way I look at MVP is if you took him away from the Chiefs, do they just suck ass? The Chiefs. I, I feel like if you took Todd Gurley from the Rams, that's totally different. He is okay. the offense. Uh, okay. He makes Jared Goff Jared Goff. He makes it, Cooper exactly. Cup, that's Cup. that's why I'm saying I think oh, Todd Gurley a, is such a threat. Is he's the obvious. best player on that team that he, they've ever had. Even if they had a he's better than Marshall Falk already. That's fine. Even if the Rams had, though, a B-tier running back, the rest of the guys around him are good enough that they would still be all right. Like it's not He's that big of a threat, man. It, he, he is. He's the, but he's the best running back in the league. Easily. I get that. I, get that. I, I, I agree. But that doesn't take away from the guys around him, in my opinion. Who it, were they before him? Nobody's. Cooper Cup was like a fucking rookie year. last year. Like. Who do you want him to be? Well, I, okay, that's fine. But Brandon Cooks is a well-known that receiver. they just picked up this year. Yeah, yes. He's and, just saying they have other talent, right? And, but, well, and you all, it's because they, they're even better because of him there. Correct. They're better. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Correct. They're, they're take him away. Take him away. But they don't have a season. But right just because he isn't there, that doesn't make them shit. Is what I'm saying. They're still good. They're I bet they're an eight-win team. Yeah, without him. that's yeah. better than the one and fucking six giants. Yeah. Well, yeah, but like that doesn't make them a shit team. They're, they're nobody. They're not even a contestant. It doesn't make year. them elite. He makes them elite. It makes they're they're a good to borderline great team already. He makes them an elite team. Yeah, I just I can't go with that. I can't agree with that. I, that's you like know? I just don't because then there goes the whole offense. So what would me. their record be right now if they didn't have Gurley? I think without Gurley and the, te- the the rough schedule they've had to play, and playing Seattle twice a year, that's a that's a tough game every year. And of course, the other two teams there are just garbage. I think they probably have four wins. They're a four and four team or four and five, like they used to be. I don't think Cooper Cup's that great, but I think he is great because he's such a threat. When you have to be have a, a threat of Todd Gurley, what they go last? Because you're you're guarding the run every time, and you're trying to guard him the whole time, so it opens up everything else. When you have a Todd Gurley, that's my thing. That's why they're so much better than what people think. And like you were saying from the Rams, I think they're good enough. Obviously, they're in the NFL, those guys, but I don't think they're as good with that if he leaves. He just agreed with me on something. Yeah, yeah. Well, on, on that aspect, not with that Patrick Mahomes. Now with that team and that guy, yes, absolutely. Yeah. I will agree with that. Okay, so you know, 
Analogy. coming to the league. But not with that. No, Patrick Mahomes goes away unless you're talking about putting this Sam Darnold there. That's obviously not doing anything. But maybe he looks better with that team. So you may be right with that. I was never disagreeing with what you were saying. That's all half of it. That's all I'm saying, though, with MVP. I never said he wasn't. I know, but I'm just saying with MVP, if you're going to talk MVP. Yeah, taking that guy away. That's my that's my definition of it. You take him away from a team. I also say it's I say it's that. You're right. But I also say it's how well that person plays. What stats they have, what they put up. I think it's both of that. I don't think it's just how you know dependent they are on that guy. Because yeah, okay, the takeaway Rodgers, he should be in the MVP race, right? But he's not. I believe. But he's he should not. Be. He carries that team every year because they won't get him a defense. But so when Todd Gurley was still on the team in 2016, they went four and eleven. And who they have? They had Jared Goff. Yeah, I'll say they had Tavon Austin. They had Kingsbury. My point exactly. He helped years win those ago. games. It was a couple of years ago. <laughs> he did help win those games, but he's such and a Jared Goff was a rookie but, too. If, but all I'm saying is, is, if you were saying that he is the absolute reason that they are what they are, then winning games, go, yeah. Then how do they only go four? Because now they have chemistry. They've been playing together for how many years? Three years? Two years now? That's because if you take them out of that, they probably don't win for it. They games. have two of their two of their top receivers. One was a rookie last year, and the other one they just got this year. So how do they have all this chemistry? Well, Brandon he's be good because he's a rookie. Well, one Brandon the... Cooks is good anyway. I don't know why he's been jumping around, but they have a good coach. That coach is getting that team full of yeah, confidence had, and they had chemistry. Fisher. That coach remembers every single fucking play that he's ever fucking like. Thank you. Yeah, it's a good coach. I'm not discounting that. And a really I'm great just saying player. that all of their success isn't purely because of Gurley. He That's helps. my opinion. I, you, you have yours. You think those guys are good, but I'm just telling you, now they have chemistry together playing together and a better coach because Fisher was garbage. Okay. They wouldn't be where they're at right now with Fisher either. I don't, I don't think so. I think that they'd be good without Todd Gurley. Not this good. They're not going to be 8-1 right now. Right. That's what we said the whole time, though. But they're not going to be 4-5-1 team. I don't think so. They'd have – at least six wins. Well, once he gets, once they don't re-sign him because they won't have money after this next contract thing, we'll see. Because he'll go look, somewhere else. Look at him right now. They they lose to fucking let's say hypothetically they lose to Green Bay. They lose to the Saints. What are they right now? Two game losers. That's it. Six and two. They're up there. The Patriots at seven and two. No, they just lost. They got two losses now. No, Rams only have one. They're eight and one. They're eight and one because they were eight no after they beat us. Are you sure? Yep. 8-0, and then they lost. No good money on it? No. Yeah. Bruce Irvin signed with the Falcons. Yeah. I don't know why the Packers wouldn't go get him. They need a defense. So he's back with uh, Mike Smith, his former defensive coordinator in Seattle. So that will boost Atlanta's defense a little bit, I would think. They need defense. Yeah, they're pretty. Which is weird because two years ago they had a great one. Yeah. Like and a lot of those guys are still kind of the same guys. They've had their uh, top three secondary guys are out for the year. They've been out for the year. Uh, that's probably doesn't help. So I think their corner Ricardo Allen, uh, some safety that they had that was like a top three safety last year. He's out for the year. Yeah, that's right. He was a good good yeah. one too. I can't remember who that guy is. And then I think another cornerback or another safety. Yeah, they're two safeties. Both their starting safeties are out for the year. Let it guess the Patriots. 
starting quarterbacks. New York Bozo may not even have to do with the team or state of New York. May just be calling out a call. That's what they worked out in practice. Oh, wait, wait, this is a quarterback in the league now, right? Yes. Okay. Starting quarterback yeah, I'm going, now. I'm going to the Rivers. Matt Ryan. I'm disappointed in one guy to my right because it was my boy Aaron Rodgers. I thought you all would pick that because uh, you'd be like, oh, he's going to pick, pick him. Hmm. Oh, I said that at the beginning but, of the show. And you did. So I'm well, going not, my original no, pick. you can't go I'm back. I'm going my original no, pick. No, renege over here. Let's see what I'll Now does it sound like Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> no, not really. If I would have played Green 19. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You got that one. Oh, for sure. Yeah, he's got to do like a single back. Or if you there. go, Y80. Yeah. Y80. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. But yeah, that concludes the old uh, hard count and uh, good guesses. But uh, maybe next week you'll get it. Thanks, uh, T Ball. Yep. Thanks for having me. J Mac, thanks for coming. For sure. Thanks for having me, motherfuckers. And thanks, last but not least, Devil's Advocate. That's right, D Weezy. Trolliest of the trolls. <laughs> Truly Back's crooked because he's actually trolliest. <laughs> <laughs> Burn. Heat Waves Network is what we're on. This is a hard count. Peace.